church. Amen. Right. Uh, God has been good to me this week. He's been good to you too, hasn't he? And if you're sitting here watching us today, then I can truthfully say the Lord's been good to all of us. Amen. 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 And uh, we're here to praise the Lord. Jennifer, we love you. God bless your heart. We're, we're here to praise the Lord because he's sure been so good to me this week. And uh, I... Uh, I had x-rays done on my back, and I got some good news. You want to hear it? Yeah. Yes. Yes. I've got arthritis. I've got bone spurs on my spine. I've got spinal stenosis. And I've got two vertebrae that's sitting right on the edge of each other. So the good news is I'm walking today. Praise God. And I'm just going to keep on. when got an MRI coming up. and. They're going to try to treat some of my problems by just giving me shots in my back. But either way, I know that I'm going to be okay. If I never walk again down here, I'm going to walk on the streets of gold. Amen. Up in heaven. Amen. And uh, we we have a lot to look forward to. And if you if you're sitting around just whining about stuff, shame on you. But if you're giving God the praise and the glory, you know, I love walking in and I, I, I feel like I'm walking in to my whole family. Our family, that's right. And it's taken a little time. It's taken about a year and a half. But uh, you know what? I do feel a closeness here at our church Amen. in Stark, Florida. I feel a closeness, closeness to all of you. Amen. And I'm glad to see a couple that was missing last Sunday. He's here this Sunday. And we're just going to worship the Lord. Amen. Father, we thank you for this time. We ask you now for your glory to fall upon this place. We ask you, Lord, to touch every heart. We ask you, Lord, to touch our bodies. We ask you, Lord, to fill us full of faith and hope and love. And we ask you, Lord, just come by here today. Amen. And that we can all say, when this service is over, it was good to be in church this morning. Amen. We pray if there's someone that is not truly saved, that today would be the day that you open their mind to the fact that they, they repent of their sins and they ask Jesus into their heart. And if they're willing to follow the Lord, that their name will be written in the book of life in heaven. And God, no man can do it. Only Jesus can do it. Amen. So we give you praise and honor that we can be here today yes. in Jesus' name. Amen. Everybody says, Amen. <coughs> let me hear it again. Amen. Praise God. Well, you know, we have our opening song. We forgot the songbook, so we'll just sing it, okay? Maybe you have it memorized. It, I tell you what, we'll just all sing it together, and then if you don't know it, then somebody else will know it, and it'll all sound good anyway. That's right. <laughs> Amen. They will. they will know we are Christians by our love. Amen. Oh, yeah. Now, some, some of us can talk a good talk, but you got to walk the walk, don't you? That's right. And that's why we're here. We all want to be strengthened to work. Not only will we say we're a Christian, but we live a Christian life. That's Amen. Right. Amen. All right, let's sing our song. They will know we are Christians by our love. All right, put your hands together. We are one in the Spirit, we are one.
I called her up on the phone and I wanted to just tell her I was sorry for the rotten drinking husband I'd been. And she said, well, I've just got saved myself. <laughs> she said, you come and we'll talk. Well, we got remarried oh, after boy. 17 years. And two years later, she died with breast cancer. She was only 46. <coughs> but I thank the Lord that he brought you and your wife back together. He brought me and my late wife. And then at 50 years old, Nikki and I got married, wherever she is. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, we've been married 29 years. So, you know, God still has a plan for all of you. God still has a plan. He wants you to know He loves you. So and He don't want you to feel forsaken or forgotten. No. He knows exactly where you are, and He knows exactly what you're struggling with. And listen to me, all of us, Jen, all of us, Chris, we're all struggling with something. That's right. Because we're in a sinful world, and the only hope that we got is the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Get out here and amen. 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 Isaiah 55, 6 says, Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call ye upon him while he is near. Yes. And mm -hmm. say one more thing. Okay, Jim, you can say you one know, more thing. Yesterday was Veterans Day, right? Right. So it was also the one year anniversary of my wife's death. Oh. And I still got a sad retirement. And I said, why am I being so sad? She's not suffering anymore. She's in heaven. Right. And I praise God ever since. <coughs> Well, you know, when we have Jesus, our heart's tender, isn't it? Yes. And we have an old song that we've sang many times. It's called Precious Memories. Oh, yeah. And you know, we don't need to lose those precious memories. No. We all have a story to tell, don't we? Yes. Right. And if each one of us could write a book about our life, it would be a big book, wouldn't it? <laughs> yes. So the Lord's been with us. Jim, we're gonna take you back over yep. here. Thank you. Thank you. Let's give let's give him a hand. He's a good man. He's a good man. Amen. Now I don't have the song books, but I'll try to help you. We're gonna sing Where Could I Go? But to the Lord. Amen. Amen. And uh, you know, a lot of people go to the wrong place, don't they? They do. I know back before I gave my heart to the Lord, I'd go to the bottle whenever I had problems. But it didn't help my problems. It made them worse. True. It cost me my family and three children. That bottle did. And, uh, but now I know where to go. Amen. I can go to Jesus. Amen. I can go to Jesus and he'll make things better. Amen. He sure will. Praise the Lord. Well, let's try to sing this together. All right. Let's put our hands together now.
Uh, or I'd like to have all kinds of money just spread it around. Uh, and some of the women would say, I'd like to have me a husband. Yeah. Some of the men would say, I'd like to have me a wife. But you know, most of us, I believe, in this church service today, I'd write down what you'd rather have and you'd say, Jesus. I can't hear you. Jesus. Jesus. I believe it would be Jesus. Amen. That's right, Bonnie. That's right. I mean, what, what if we gained the whole world and lost our soul? What if we had perfect health and died and went to hell? Well, you can't have both. Because Jesus said a Christian is going to have trouble in this world. We're going to have problems. You know why? Because we're special to God. We belong to Him now. And the devil would like to take us out. That's right. But greater is He that is in me. Greater is He that is in me. Greater is He that is in me. Than he that is in the world. Let me hear you saying that. Greater is he that is in me. Greater is he that is in me. Greater is he that is in me. Than he that is in the world. Oh, Jesus, we love you right now. Oh, right now we ask for you to just pour out your love upon us. Right now. We'd rather have you, Jesus, than all the wealth of this world. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I love this song. I'd rather have Jesus than silver or gold. I'd rather be here than have riches untold. I'd rather have Jesus
Savior and he loves you. Well this infuriated the boy and so while she's laying there dying he just shoots her more times. And then he goes on a killing spree. But this girl has won more people to God by her showing her love for Jesus. Right. You see, if we really love God, we will not turn tail and run when the going gets tough. That's right. Jesus said, I give you power in my name. So when we get into trouble, what's the name we're going to call out? Jesus. Jesus. And so, do you love God? What do you say you do? I pray that you do. Now what we're going to do is we're all going to read this together. Romans 8, 28 and 31. Let's read verse 28 and we'll go slow. And we know that all things work together for good to them Verse 31. What shall we say? Should we say, if God be for us, who can be against us? Amen. Pastor Nick is going to come and she's going to give us a message on that. Amen. That's a wonderful verse, isn't it? That first one. We know that all things work together for good to them that love God. A lot of people leave out that to them who love God. But God works on behalf of those of us who love Him. I remember years ago when I first became a Christian, I said, Lord, I don't love you as I should. How can I love you the way I'm supposed to? And He reminded me that Jesus hung on that cross out of love for me so that I could be with him 
eternally and have my sins forgiven and have his nature, a new heart, a new beginning. That was a wonderful day back in 19, let's see, 1978, April 4th, 1978. And he said, you love me because I first loved you. Yeah. And that's what John says in chapter 4, 1 John chapter 4, verse 10. He says, herein is love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. That means to take our place, to pay the price for our sin. He loved us that much that he was willing to die, as Pastor Buck said. And I fell in love with Jesus, and I've been walking with Jesus ever since, calling out to him for every need I have. And life hasn't been easy all of my 45 years since I was born again. Divorce came into my life. Separation. My parents committed suicide together, same day. I ended up in a mental ward before that, four or five times over a period of nine years. But you know what? I can say that nothing separated me from the love of God. Amen. Amen. And I know that because I love God, He has used everything that's happened in my life for His good purpose. You know, we think, well, maybe that verse means that everything's going to work out great for me because the verse says, we know all things work together for good. But it's for those of us that love God, those of us that are born again, those of us that are his children. He's working all things together for his good purpose and for ours. Yes. Like yes, Pastor yes. Buck said about that girl from Columbine High School, she never dreamed that her loving God would mean the end of her physical life. But she knew she had eternal life. And that girl never knew that her death was going to bring many into the kingdom of God. Her classmates, a movie was made of her life, of that, of that day when that young man killed so many and killed her. And the movie has gone worldwide, I'm sure, by this time. And out of the death, you know, we, we talk about a seed being planted, and up comes a tree with apples all over it, for example. Or olives. Or what? Olives, remember the olives. olives. That's right. Lots of olives. And her death, planting her body in the in the ground in death, has brought about much life. And when we see things from our Heavenly Father's perspective, we can look down on the things of this earth and with his mind. We're his children. He gives us his mind, his wisdom, his help, his understanding. We can see that he can take whatever bad happens in our lives because of sin, because of Satan. He can have the last laugh, can't he? He can take what happens in our lives and use it for good. Look at how Jim, our brother, is glorifying God in his pain and suffering. Loss of his wife last year. His body is giving him terrible trouble. He's in pain a lot of the time. Maybe doesn't get his medicine as soon as he'd like it or needs it. And he suffers. But as he draws close to the Lord Jesus out of his love for Jesus and Jesus' love for him, He's using Jim's life to glorify him, God, 
and to help Jim become more like Jesus. He's teaching me patience. He's teaching you patience. Amen. And he's teaching you to show forth God in your life. When we first met you last year, when your wife had just died, you were still full of joy that she was with the Lord eternally, and she was out of her suffering, and you were continuing to tell others about Jesus and how much he cared for you and for her. And we saw your faith. And you know what? Other people are strengthened by your faith when yes. you show them that you continue to trust and believe. I heard the story of a man who had cancer. He suffered for three years fighting with chemotherapy, radiation, but he continued to praise God and to thank God for his life and to look for the blessings in life and to tell his story about how Jesus had saved him and that he was going to be with Jesus eternally. He had asked his brother time and time again to come to church with him, but his brother had always said no. But as that brother watched his life for those three years of suffering and to see that he continued to trust and believe in the Lord Jesus, he finally said, yes, I'll come to church with you. And his brother was asked to stand up in the pulpit and give his testimony to the church. And then the pastor got up and said, is there anyone who would like to give their hearts to Jesus? And finally that brother stood up and came forward and gave his heart to Jesus. And when he was asked later, why now? He said, I watched my brother suffer. I watched him, I watched his strength, his faith, his love for God those three years. And now I know there is a God. I know Jesus is for real and he gave his life to the Lord. That other brother, the Christian, had no idea that his life was going to produce more fruit out of his suffering than if he had never suffered at all. And look at Johnny Erickson Tata, 16. She dove into a lake, broke her neck, and has been a quadriplegic ever since. She can't feed herself. She can't brush her teeth. She needs help with getting her hair done. She needs help getting up and out of bed in the morning. But her life, all these years, as she has sought the Lord and tried to understand what suffering was all about and how the scripture can be true, she has lived a life of glorifying the Lord through her pain and suffering and her being a quadriplegic. She has one of the largest ministries in the United States, and it is a worldwide ministry. Is that Moody? No, her, it's Johnny and Friends. Yes, and I'm, I'm Moody Bible Radio. It's Moody Bible, Bible, she probably is on the radio I there. I hear that. Yes, and she's still on the radio giving encouraging words. She is on YouTube telling people what suffering is all about and how God can use it for his glory, for his good purpose, and to help us become more like Jesus. The second verse uh, after this 28, 29 says this. Uh, Romans 8, 29, I'll find it. Okay. For whom he, God, did foreknow, he knew us be before we were even born, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son, that he, Jesus, might be the firstborn among many brethren. We're going to be like him. When we see Jesus, 
we will be like him. We will see him as he is, and we will be like him. So, beloved, whatever we're going through, verse 31, what can we say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? Let's continually look to the Lord and say, He's using this for good in my life. He's using it for good for his kingdom's sake. As Pastor Buck said, are you willing to give up your life for the Lord out of love for him? When you know him, how can you say no? When you realize how much he loves us and how he paid the ultimate price for the sin of the whole world, he loves everybody. He wants everybody to come to him, no matter who they are or where they live or what they've done. He loves us. And when we see how much he loves us and how we've been forgiven of so much, how can we do anything less than to love him back and to let him use us? This morning, the Holy Ghost woke me up and gave me a song that just played in my head for about an hour. I surrender all, all oh, to beautiful. thee, my precious Savior. I surrender all. Amen. Let's continue to believe that what you're going through, God's using for his good purpose, for his kingdom's sake, and for your sake, because you said you love him. Amen? Amen. Let's keep loving our God. Keep believing and rise above. We have the victory in the Lord. There's nothing that can separate us from his love. We might feel alone, but we're not. Because Jesus said, I will be with you to the end of the age. I am always with you. Amen. Pastor Buck, Amen. would you like to conclude? I love the Lord, don't you? Amen. Thank you, Lord. I heard an old, old story How a Savior came from glory How he gave his life on Calvary To save a wretch like me I heard about his groaning of his precious blood atoning. And I repented of my sin and won the touching our hearts and our mind. We thank you, Lord, for strengthening us and encouraging us. Amen. And Father, we pray that there be one listening to our voice that is truly not saved, that their hearts would be touched for Jesus, that they would repent of their sins and invite you to be Savior and Lord and be willing to follow you with their whole heart. Amen. Now, Lord, we thank you this special time on Sundays here in Stark, Florida at Riverwind Fellowship Church. Amen. And I pray Amen. for strength this week for each and every one. I pray, God, that they'll have a great week, that they will glorify you by the way they live their life in this nursing home. Amen. Amen. 
And I pray for Nikki and I to stay focused on our calling and be all that you want us to be. In Jesus' name. Everybody says amen. Amen. Well, we'll see you next Sunday. Lord willing. Amen. Do what? I heard to bring a CD. Okay. I'm going to get her to write it down right now. That's the only way we can remember. So long.